0: This episode of Living in Las Vegas is brought to you by Mitch Fulfer of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, selling homes all across the valley. (laughs) Just wanted to say hi. Living in Las Vegas starts now. Missed you guys. (laughs) Wonder what that button does. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome from Las Vegas, Nevada. That groovy little podcast that gives you a true first-person look into what it's like to call Sin City your home. The living in Las Vegas. Yeah, here we go.
1: Look
0: out! Look out! Now your host, yes. a man who clearly needs some kind of oh. introduction, otherwise you wouldn't know who he was. The singer's brother, Scotty. Sister, Scott Whitney. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to the Living in Las Vegas podcast here on the Vegas Video Network. Oh, thank you so much. And hey. Well, let me be the first to congratulate you because you're watching or listening to the longest running podcast about Vegas that actually originates from Vegas. Which means that we're not only going to cover what it's like to live here, but we're going to be talking about adventures downtown and Fremont Street, on the Strip, other cool places here in the valley. And by the way, if you're a visitor, maybe you're a tourist, or you're thinking about moving to our fair city, well, then our show is like your own secret handshake to all things cool and groovy our free show is live on the first and third tuesdays of every month at seven o'clock pacific time at vegasvideonetwork.com forward slash live again vegasvideonetwork.com forward slash live as christina anguilera says we would invite you to come on over come on over baby because you get to be a part of the fun you get to be part of the show, and you get yourself in the live chat with some of the nicest people you'll ever want to meet. There they are right now, by the way, some of the coolest live chatters. I see Pops and Famous. Oh, and I see Ace of Bats and Gregor and Huron and all kinds of jags and all kinds of groovy people. And you can be part of the group, too. By the way, there's also some secret handshaky magic that happens for the live chat, because Why? pre-show and post-show. We actually start this show before the official seven o'clock start time. So you can kind of watch us putting the sausage together. We chat a little bit about how famous Wayne is this, on this pre-show. It's pretty exciting. And then... After the show is done, show runs about an hour, we do a post show. That's VVN 2.0. That's Vegas Video After Dark. That's when we say things that we didn't want on the record, but we felt like we needed to share regardless. So check us out, VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. Get in that live chat, watch us live, and, and live a better life. Hey, I'm your host, Scott Whitney. on Buenas noches. How you doing, hot stuff? I am the owner and founder of the Vegas Video Network. So, on behalf of all of our shows, thanks for watching. And on behalf of this group of little podcasts, thanks for playing along as well. And by the way, I'm so very fortunate to have this man with me. Holy shit, Canadians love him. And that's it. Two Canadians love him. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Wayne Crowl, everybody. Uh, bonjour, Wayne. It's the door. Nicely done. Hey, we want to say hello to a new person in the live chat Huron Designer. Huron goes by the name, the Nome de Plume of Huron designer. His Real name is Terry. He's from the chilly Huron, South Dakota.
1: You ever been hmm. to South Dakota? Uh, I've not. No. Nobody
0: really wants That's to go I'm to South Rushmore Dakota. Is, though, right? I believe
1: so. Bismarck. Is that right? Uh-huh. South Dakota? Or it's the ca- no, it's in the Black Hills. The capital of South Dakota is Bismarck.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So anyways, it's supposed to be really cold. He's been watching us for a year on Facebook. Really? That's nice. And, nope. I mean, YouTube. Facebook, YouTube—it's one of those dudes. They all kind of—they're all stealing our our identification and selling it to people. Mm -hmm. So it's all the same thing to me, really. Uh, And we want to say hello to our new sponsor. I'll share more about Mitch in a few moments. Now, last week our show was called "Our Tourists Fed Up with Vegas." Well, two we, weeks ago, or two weeks ago, our last show, right? First and, and third Tuesday, and of every that, month. that's I believe that's true. It's the first and third Tuesday of every month, um, and so we did this show "Our Tourists Fed Up in Vegas," and we got a huge response. So this episode is going to be called "What Vegas Tourists Really Want." Um, arguably the the largest response we've ever had for a show was probably last week's show. Um, 24 comments on YouTube, we got emails, Facebook posts, Twitter posts, all kinds of stuff. And it was really interesting. A lot of interesting perspectives from folks who are actually spending their money coming to Vegas. So I thought to myself, you know what? We're going to give our fans a voice. We're going to turn the tables a little bit and read what it is that you guys have to say. So what we're going to do is Wayne and I will debate the merits of these variety of arguments and thoughts and comments and moments of genius that we've seen come our way. Um, and we also want to take, of course, our live chat folks and get their input as well. So let's begin the fun.
1: We will begin well, with be our many first would argue email. The fun have already begun.
0: Well, our first email comes from Jim Gallagher, who is often in the live chat.
1: And Jim writes <laughs> Hi, Scott and Wayne. Hi. Hey. I enjoyed watching last week's show. I didn't see a live because I was in Las Vegas at the time. Boo. I should add one more item to the five things that are not selling to the core audience. Mm-hmm. There's my camera. Uh, number six service. Mm. It's the service in the past three or four trips I have, and a lot of other people he spoke with have experienced such a big decline in just the general way they treat us. They don't seem to care if we're coming or going. And that's why people are just going. Mm. Well, and that's the end of his email. Okay. So, uh, my first, my first question, Jim, did you name drop me? Did he? No, good. I mean to the to to his to his waitstaff where he's not having good service.
0: Oh, hi Wayne Scott. Oh, because that always helps. Right. Uh, so actually, that was interesting that he brought this up because Wayne and I experienced this issue. There is some fantastic service in Vegas, and, and I've experienced that. But this Sunday, <laughs> it was almost like we were being punked. Now it was so bad. Uh, let's
1: quantify or qualify this a little bit. Okay. This past Sunday. You had a confluence of two events. First off, you had St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. it was St. Patrick's Day weekend. You also had March Madness, the four-day college basketball tournament that starts Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Fun fact, March Madness brings in more gambling dollars than the Super Bowl does. Fun fact. That was good. Okay. Was that it? Yeah. Good. Okay. That had no bearing
0: whatsoever on why this service was so shitty. So we were at the well, gold nugget. Well, it
1: have been if this is her fourth day. Or...
0: Nah, I don't think it is, because I watched her come in. Anyway. Okay. So here's what: a gold nugget. We're at um, a rush lounge. It's six o'clock on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was fifty percent full. It wasn't busy. The lounge was. The lounge was. No,
1: wasn't. the casino was hopping again for the for no question reasons.
0: Yeah, yeah, but but the lounge was actually it's it's a good place to meet actually rush lounge because it's almost never real busy until live music is there mm-hmm. so we get there at six or so and we're sitting down we're chatting with these two folks uh donovan and james who wanted to uh meet us and buy us a drink have a drink on them or on you and we were sitting and the very first thing they said is you know our service here is really bad what, what do you mean uh this we can't get anybody to show up so this gal walks in who i i see walk in while we're listening to wayne explain how important he is in his job and she's Taking her time, chatting with the bartender, Mm -hmm. putting her purse away, no rush, and then... Once she decides to come on the floor, she comes right to us and then makes a slight left to just clean the table. Right. The one right next to us. Right. Where there was nobody sitting. Correct. So she's creeping out. I think she
1: was rearranging the chairs. Yeah, she was
0: moving chairs around, picking up ashtrays, whatever. And James, the guy next to us from Canada, is like, uh, excuse me. And she turns around and looks like like we just fucking killed her baby. It was, you know, really, really weird. So she's like, what do you want? And so we said, you know, we'll have... Uh, Crown and diet, what did you have, something Uh, for your uterus? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And they ordered something, and then uh, Donovan ordered a round of of Jameson Mm -hmm. shots. So she she goes, okay, all right. No no smile, no anything. She takes off. So we're talking. She comes back, and this happened three times. Mm -hmm. So I asked for a crown and diet. You asked for a Coors Light. So she takes the Coors Light and puts it in front of me Mm -hmm. and puts the crown and diet in front of, of Wayne. Hey, it's the first time shit happens. Right. No big deal. So we do this. She sees us do this, and she runs off. So we're drinking and listening, and she comes back, I don't know, 15 minutes later or whatever. We flag her down. We order another round. She comes back. Now, when she comes back, I still had a little bit of my drink in my hand. So I've got my crown and diet, and Wayne, who's in you know, his second half of what he does for a living, had a beer in his hand. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't have been more obvious about what we were drinking. And she literally put the crown and diet in front of Wayne, mm-hmm. like, here you go, and put the beer in front of me. Yep. <laughs> we all, all four of us looked at each other like... What, where are the cameras? Who does this? She did that one more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing and couldn't get her to smile. Couldn't get her to say anything. So guess what? Jimmy's right. Service uh, could be a lot better. Uh, let's go with you again. You're fun to listen to reading. Here we go.
1: Uh, hi, uh, Scott and Pimp and Wayne. Hey, I do go to the NAB conventions every year. So I notice all the attention it gets. It's also one of the bigger conventions. But the thing that would make me think of how much Vegas is paying attention to conventions is the plans for the Riviera Land. Mm. That, to me, was a big statement. I sometimes walk around the meeting room area at Wynn and always see conventions there. Those must cost a lot. They do. The other thing is how the casinos just don't care about gamblers. The odds are horrible on the strip, as yep. you mentioned on your show, yep. and the drink service is down. Mm. Although I think that some of the drink stuff is urban legend. For instance, people talking about MGM tightening up and having a voucher system or lights. But I've had no problem at the Lift Bar at Aria playing full pay quarter video poker on more than one occasion so, and Bellagio on my last
0: trip. Well, so, so that's that may be true, but that doesn't mean the lights weren't there. Right. The
1: lights were oh, there. The lights are definitely there. The lights there were at the there.
0: Aria. He's just betting enough. So that the lights say, uh, offer John a drink.
1: Continue. Yep. Uh, and he finishes by saying, I do think they're trying to figure <laughs> things out to see what will make money and just trying different things. It feels desperate. Mm, that's interesting. Your thoughts on that? uh the reason why i mean and you kind of touched on this already he had no problem getting a drink at aria is because he was actively playing video right. poker That's at right. the aria yeah i mean once you uh at, at bally's which is the caesar's property yep it took uh when we were there last it took me three pays of quarter video poker full play at, at full play which is 375 so a dollar 25 each yep. times three 375 and then the light goes green right you and did at, at, three max bets at golden nugget i actually got there about 20 minutes before you did yeah i sat at the bar playing my light was green and never c- couldn't get a drink really the, the bartender ray uh from cuba uh. who moved like he was uh probably five months past retirement <laughs> uh, was uh, he would look to the people there was a line forming out of the sports book so yeah. people at the sports book could get to buy a drink yeah and he would take their order and you know God bless him if he he wasn't acting like he had to fresh squeeze the orange juice or go to the still yep. and distill the vodka that they wanted. Right. Um, so he served probably in that 20 minutes I sat at the bar actively playing the video poker with the green light. He served maybe five people. He didn't, didn't serve you at all. Didn't serve me at all. Didn't look at anybody on the on the bar line. Point. Now, did you try to get his attention? He was clearly he'd been there a while because he was a pro. So there was a line forming. He would look at the first person in line and say, what would you have? And then turn his back. So he never, Mm, he never faced the players at the bar ever. That's weird. So that he didn't have to make, there wasn't a chance. He wanted to make sure there wasn't even a remote risk of him making eye contact. But why would he do that? Why wouldn't he want to
0: serve you? Because you're going to tip him. That's weird. Yeah, well, so that's a second service thing, um, and I think you're right, John. John's thing is uh, he's clearly betting enough that nobody mm-hmm. knows. And, and by and, my way, what's green? And there's a lot of people who are who who've never, you know, when we first started talking about this thing about the about the um, the red light green light thing, a lot of people are like, "What are you talking about?" You wouldn't know because you're betting enough to not even. And by the way, the red light green light thing, while it is now ubiquitous, the number you need to bet is different. So. Bally's it appears is three rounds at full bet. So, you know, a 375, but at uh, Rio, I talked to a bartender there and he's like, you know, basically you put the money in, you bet a couple of times. We don't really care what it is. We're going to do it. Now you have to sustain. Mm -hmm. There's a, they, the light goes green saying, give him a drink, but then the light has to stay another color that says that you're betting enough. For them to then offer you the next drink and if it drops off that you're not betting or enough you're not
1: playing too slow yeah
0: exactly right if you that's right so in other words if you bet and you get your drink and then you slow play the lights change yep. they're just like oh they basically go it's actually not red green yellow it's three different colors but it changes color and says this guy's slow playing we're going to not offer him a drink until he didn't gets that number again so it's, it's a really interesting thing okay next, next email we got this is from Andy Uh, Andy writes, greetings from the UK, international. I would like to say that I'm from the UK and really enjoy your YouTube show. Yep, that's what it is, a YouTube show. (laughs) Very informative, and I always uh, watch when I can. Uh, Being in the UK, I do always dream of my next Vegas trip. Me and my fiancé never want to go anywhere else. However, it is becoming more and very expensive. As it's a long way to travel, we normally stay two weeks. By the way, we in America hate people in Britain because they get to go on vacation for two weeks.
1: Mm, holiday, as yes.
0: they call it. The resort fees are expensive, but so is the insurance you pay up front with the resort fee. Hmm? Insurance?
1: You're talking like he buys travel, like travel insurance?
0: insurance? Yeah, a conundrum. We don't know what that means. Last year, when we stayed at Aria, it had already cost me nearly $1,000 before we even got to the room. Hmm. Is he buying hookers on the way? Is that the airline air hooker? Uh, This is a bit annoying, to be honest, as it is very expensive enough uh, coming from the UK. Now, when we book, we have to take all this into account, and and it could even price us out of Vegas. We don't drive over there, but the parking fees are a way of life here. A recent trip to uh, Manchester cost me about $25 for five hours of parking, so Vegas parking fees are reasonable. Yeah, no, I get that comparison.
1: And Ted actually, uh, Ted jumped in to to describe it, Ted to the Rescue. Uh, Apparently, I guess for international guests, there's a room hold fee for damages. Mm. Ah, Ted in the live chat.
0: Ah, so that's what he's talking about. So they're holding, their, they're holding like a thousand dollars. holding a thousand deposit. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, we can pay pay nearly 10 pound for a couple of hours. Our solution is to save a bit longer and still have a great time when we get there. We are hopefully coming back soon for our honeymoon and can't wait despite the extra fees. Keep up the good work, Andy. Well, and this is a common thread from a lot of people that they're like, yeah, yeah if I don't go that often, if I go once a year... I'm just gonna eat shit and I'm gonna pay the resort fees and mm. and you know most of these people aren't driving here so the the parking fee doesn't mean anything to them unless they're running a car and I think I think I bet my bet is car rentals have gone down now I don't know that for a fact this is just a guess just like drunk driving has gone down because of uber and lyft they have some influence you don't need to have a car to be able to cruise out to you know wherever you want to go mm. and you don't have to take a taxi so I think that's had a big effect on uh And the Uh other thing
1: to keep in mind as well, you know, we keep bashing resort fees, but if you play of any substance, Caesars, I'm not sure about MGM, I'm sure it's similar, but Caesars at a diamond level or higher, there are no resort fees. Oh, is that right? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Diamond is their mid tier. Is it? So it's not even, it's the, the tier above. So I have the credit card that gets me platinum. The next level above that is diamond. Okay. And then they've got uh,
0: so they have seven, di- seven, seven stars. Seven stars
1: is at the very top. Right. There's something between diamond oh, and seven
0: Oh, is there? Stars. Okay. Okay. Well, that's so there you go.
1: But but, but
0: but you have to do something. You have to gamble a lot to do that. So again, the, the regular, I'm coming once a year. I'm not, you know, for instance, me, mm-hmm. before I moved here, that shit's not in my periphery. I don't see it at all because I don't gamble enough to be able to do that kind of thing. Next up, from Joseph. Joseph writes, I'm a 41-year-old guy from Buffalo. I've been going to Vegas once or twice a year since 1999. (laughs) This is a classy guy, Joseph. I actually should have had you read this because it would have been funny for you to do it. I like like to gamble and bang women. Come on. I mean, doesn't every man? Classy guy right there. I wonder if he's single. (laughs) I'm going to moderately guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm a moderate gambler and obsessed over, wait for it, vagina. Yeah, we've got great people watching and listening to our show. I think we had got to close this show off and start all over again with a whole new batch of viewers. Let's do it again. We'll do it live. Let's do it again. Do it live. Um, the resort fee, in my opinion, are a huge turnoff. I love Vegas, but as I get older, I am becoming more resentful of the fact that women hate me. No, I'm sorry. Resentful of the resort fees. I never park a car. I steal them. No, nope. I take the Deuce or Uber when I visit, and that's how you pick up women: is you you show up in your Uber mm-hmm. or you pull off the, the bus, Deuce, the city bus. Deuce. You pull off off the bus. Mm-hmm. Hey, ladies, what's happening? The
1: classiest ones ride the bus. That's right. I've always booked
0: two trips to Vegas for this year. Memorial, I've already uh, Memorial Day week and Labor Day week. Each time I go to Vegas, I always seem to find something new and great. Also, each time I go, I notice there's something that's been shut off or shut down or demolished. I do love Vegas, but them resort fees just really piss me off. Thanks, Joe. Well, Joe's going to eventually be yeah, we'll arrested. Yeah, what there? Eh, not much. Mm. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Moving forward. I just wanted to kind of show that, you know, the people who watch are usually very well-educated and nice people. Joe's, Clearly. Joe's a, fans of me. a bit of a, eh, what's the word I'm looking for? hostile takeover <laughs> mental hostile takeover there you go uh
1: hi scott hi thanks david mm. appreciate that mm-hmm. clearly david is uh, domestic not international Something clearly like not canadian sure not hi scott hey. uh, it's been several months since i listened to your podcast i <laughs> can't clearly. i mean <laughs> right why uh, um take your time you know right. dave don't get in too deep first right. Take a break. We'll have those natural pauses. Sure. However, I was drawn back in because of this week's topic. To <laughs> give you a very short history of myself. Not that we asked, but he's right. going to tell us. It's five pages. He graduated from UNLV in December of 1993 and returned home after college. Huh. He lived in Vegas for the time and he went to school, believe it or not. Hmm. Uh, he met his wife out here and they've been married for 22 years. What? Yes, this goes against one of your suggestions on trying to find your soulmate in Vegas before moving there. I never said that you
0: shouldn't find your soulmate in Vegas. I just said it's hard. So anyways, now that we're through with Dave's resume, thanks, Dave
1: uh, Dave lives back in Chicago and was out in Vegas a few weeks ago because of a work convention. Okay. It was held at the Venetian and the room was very nice, Yeah. even though it took 20 minutes to walk there. The hotel turned into a convention hotel, uh, uh, will have less ambiance than it did in the past. While I was heading to McCarran Airport to fly home Saturday morning, I noticed the RJ article on Twitter. Mm. I responded in Twitter stating, quote, I just left Vegas today to go back home. It's not the parking fees, it's the costs of eating and entertainment. Vegas used to be cheaper, not anymore, end quote. This got me 37 likes and five retweets. Boom! That's Congratulations. Guys. Big time. Yeah. Nicely done. Whew. Uh, Tweets this started, are hard. That's this, hard. yeah uh, eh. Uh this started to escalate because I know I'm not the only one who thinks this is the case. Most of my coworkers and myself believe the cost of food is too expensive for the food food allowance that we're given from the company. Mm, I've heard Those this figures are based on Las Vegas as a whole, not just the Strip. Right. As you know, it's a lot cheaper off the Strip than on. Yep. Gambling has negative connotations for most people who are there on company time. This is so interesting. So a lot of employees believe they should not gamble. Yeah. In addition, most people do not have rental cars because the conference's meetings are in the same casino. So, so you, companies fraud and expensing a rental car. Just to
0: interrupt real quick. So this is an interesting thought because if that's true, and I actually believe what he's saying is true, that... People are coming to conventions, but it's frowned upon in gambling. Now, you're going to be gambling with your own money. It doesn't really matter. But a lot of times during a conference, you have to hang out with your employee buddies. There is a requirement for that. So you can't do that. So arguably, I would say there's a
1: requirement. I say, oh, man. it I would depends say on what you're doing. There's a difference between feeling obligated oh, no, and yeah. being required. Oh, well, yeah,
0: which is, yeah, no, yeah, spelling. And that's about the difference. Because if you feel obligated and you're trying to move up your career, you better fucking show up for dinner with your boss pretty much important. Um, but what's interesting here is that he's basically saying that they are forced to sacrifice gambling for being at the convention. I can't gamble because I have to do these things. I have to go to this conference. I have to have this dinner. I'm going to have these meetings, blah, 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 So that arguably takes gambling revenue down, which we um, I think Ted will say it has been going down.
1: Continue. Uh, so his company's... Uh, he says, companies fraud on expensing a rental car, so we feel trapped. Hmm. Orlando has similar issues, but at least it's a good place to take the family if I have to be at conference.
0: Yeah, well, I get that, but but, not but, not but, but that makes
1: sense. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, that let makes me sense. finish. you uh, I still love Vegas and have a soft spot for it. I wish the RJ would interview attendees instead of guessing on why people are not going to Vegas.
0: Well, so I think I think what he says makes sense. I think he's right about Orlando. I think that oh, if, if you would. Yeah, but it depends on when you go. Humidity is bad when in the summertime, but like if you go there in say October, November, December, January, February, March, it's pretty nice. It is nice, super nice, as a matter of fact. So, and he's right about the family thing. You know, I'm going to spend a, I'm going to spend a week at a conference. I'll bring the kids. We'll go to Orlando. We'll go to Disneyland or Disney World. We'll go to Universal. Mm-hmm. We'll go to Harry Potter World. Something to be said for that. So I don't think that's wrong. How many I think kids that's something... have been
1: eaten by alligators at Disney in the last year? One says Las Vegas. One hundred percent more.
0: Yeah. How many people, it's actually a thousand percent or a billion percent. It doesn't matter. That's not what's happening. But how many kids are coming here and fucking with an alligator? Zero. So it's a different thing. Uh, I get, I get what they're, what they're doing. I don't have, you know, young kids anymore. Um, But if I had young kids, and I was at a conference in Orlando, I would absolutely think about extending my stay so that the kids can come and we could do something else. I I, I completely get that. All right, let me take a quick break and talk about our new sponsor. Hey, pretty excited about this. This, my friends, I wanna welcome Mitch Fulfer from Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I'm especially happy to have him because he is my realtor, that's right. Uh, Mitch is a guy who helped Melissa and myself sell the house that we had in Aliante and buy the house that we're into now. Uh, by the way, an interesting tidbit. There's about and this number changes, you know, every year or so, but there's about 14000 realtors in Las Vegas. Eighty percent of those folks have neither bought or sold one home, which seems spooky. <laughs> if you're looking for a realtor and you realize 80 percent of the people that you might be talking to have never done e- any of the things that you want to do. I'm going to tell you a quick anecdote about what Mitch did for us in Aliante. So that house that we put up on the market in Aliante sold in 14 hours, which is unbelievable. But here's where it got weird. The seller backed out after buying it, which seems like a bad news story. So we put it back on the market. It sold in two hours for more money than the initial deal. And I would argue that Mitch had a lot to do with the success of that sale. And also, buying the house here, we'll talk about that later. Um, I will talk more about why I think Mitch is a good guy and why I recommend him to all the folks who are interested in that stuff in subsequent shows. But in the meantime, I'm gonna tell you this. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, go to MitchFulfer.com. That's Mitch, M-I-T-C-H, F-U-L-F-E-R, dot com Mitch F U L F E R dot com. Whether you're buying or selling a home, this is the guy I promise you you want to work with.
1: Okay, let's continue on. Twelve thousand five hundred realtors in Las Vegas. It, that's
0: in 2015, that number there.
1: Um it doesn't say. Mm.
0: It was 125 in, in in um 2015. It has gone up since then, according to my recent numbers. Okay, ready? Rapid. Woo. You have your pen? Yep. After you read one, just check it out so we know where we are. Okay. Okay, ready? And go.
1: Very relevant show. Corporate greed creates atmosphere, bad atmosphere. Vegas used to have anything it wants in a fun element. Now, which has permeated over the whole city for the past 15 years, if you offer an abrupt experience to the person and they are cranky, Las Vegas businesses people, some, say screw you, there are many more people where you come from. The chickens are coming home to roost. We are running out of the aging spenders who made this city great okay so
0: i didn't understand the first part of that but the second part i did uh he is right about the aging spenders i mm-hmm. used to be the folks who came to vegas and i believe that i am aging out
1: for well, people I would, who I are would visiting confirm that thanks i've known you over the past uh, several years now and it's happening strong endorsement <laughs> is that a gray hair in your chin
0: fuck off <laughs> <laughs> so I think though that what a it's trust the ones out of your ear that really trust me. and I have those taken out my I have a you know I have a guy or a girl um, I think that's true I think that eventually well and that's the other thing too is it's you know there is a value to your deal is a is a a value to your dollar concept that you want to be concerned with um, and I think that it's beginning to um, annoy some people next up Philip Philip writes. Yes, lots of tourists are definitely fed up with Las Vegas. Caesars Entertainment and MGM Properties are now catering to the young generation that spend lots of money on alcohol and drugs. I'm going to stop for a minute. I wonder if that's completely true. I completely understand uh, the clubs and the everybody talking about the $5,000, the $10,000 bottle of champagne, but I wonder what the real numbers are. Clearly, they're doing well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you wouldn't be hiring... Oh, what's his name? Something Harris or Dead or Mouse Face or whatever those guys are at six at six figures a weekend. Dead Mouse.
1: Oh, the DJs.
0: Yeah, those guys are making six grand a, or six figures a weekend. Mm-hmm. So they they got to cover that cost. Yep. So somebody's spending money, but I'm trying to figure out who they really are because you know, like my daughters for a while were going to those things and they weren't spending. Anything?
1: Well, they're women.
0: Yeah, but I'm wondering. But what the guy? What are the? What are the guy? What's a 25 year old guy spending money
1: on? He has no money. I don't understand. Mm, there's a lot of that tech money out of California. Oh, okay. And, and a lot of parents' money. Maybe. And... Maybe.
0: But it just seems to me that it feels like there's probably. Uh, uh, it feels like there is a iceberg happening. Uh, There's a very tip of people who are spending a lot of money, but the majority of people who are in these clubs ain't spending shit. They're going,
1: well, they had to pay something
0: to get in. It's, well, uh, 25 bucks. Well, the women don't. Girls don't. It depends. Eh, Well, maybe, but I think it's a a weird upside down kind of thing. All right, moving forward. Uh, Middle America is being priced out of the Las Vegas Strip. Um, as Caesars and MGM continue to operate with over $20 billion in debt level that they will never pay off. This is an interesting comment, by the way, as well. That well, is... Caesars
1: doesn't have that much debt to pay off. They just wiped it away in bankruptcy.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Uh, the young generation spend a lot of money as they build their own high debt levels. Uh, many local... Or many, I'm sorry, many longtime loyal customers have been dumped. Lots of drunks and addicts walking around the Vegas Strip. And I think, actually, Philip might be living here in Las Vegas Uh, Yeah, interesting. Not sure what to make of all that. Continue.
1: Vegas cares about convention business since those people don't actually pay for the rooms, fees, food because their company pays it for them. Mm -hmm. Strip corporations also don't care about Macau revenue, which is higher than what they're making in Vegas. I'm sorry. They do care corporations also care about the macau revenue uh these corporations no longer care about vegas tourists who stay eat drink gamble and see shows so resort fees and parking fees will keep going up it will be interesting to see if tourists finally start to stay away from sin city that is from uh ace rothstein do you get that reference yeah i do (laughs) that's pretty funny uh, uh, but the what's one, his point? Um, uh, his point is they don't care about people, they care about revenue from the convention business and Macau. Well, and Macau no, is not every company has a Macau casino, right? But Macau is carrying
0: a lot of properties currently. It's carrying Wynn, mm-hmm. it's carrying MGM,
1: uh, Wynn, MGM, and Venetian or Sands, are the only companies that have yeah, a okay. casino. So
0: it's absolutely carrying Wynn, mm-hmm. that's been uh, stated several times. Um, and MGM as well. So, yeah, I mean, this is the same thing. I wonder if it can be argued that these casinos recognize they have a cash cow in Macau. Rhymer, thank you. I should be a poet.
1: Well, it's the same word. Cash cow in oh, Macau. Macau. Oh, okay, okay. Really? Okay, yeah. Hmm.
0: No wonder the Canadians love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're they're feeling a little lackadaisical. Uh, we got Macau. They're covering us. We got whatever. Yeah, but what happens with Macau? What happens when China says, you know what? Time's up. Because they could do that. They've done it in the past. What happens if they do it again? Then they'll be like, ooh, uh, we're sorry. It's an interesting concept. Okay, Danny writes, I'm one of those behind-the-scenes fans that works on the night shift. Never been able to take part in the live chat. I feel left out. Bummer. Danny, come on back, little Shiva. I've been watching for a couple years now. Our apologies. Had to binge watch and catch up on all the episodes. Geez, my thoughts on the show. When you are a tightwad like me, then you stay at the cheap hotels off the Strip, like America's value in behind Tropicana, Ugh. like $175 for five nights. Don't be judgy. No resort fees, no pay to park, five minutes walk to the Strip. Cheap food is rare to find on the Strip. So dollar menus on the Strip makes more money. To, uh, gives you more money to spend on shows and the endless other things on the Strip. These are, this, wait, I'm sorry. These is for those like me that don't have a fat wad in the wallet, but still want to live a champagne life while in Vegas, but only has a beer income. I'm Paul Harvey.
1: Good day. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, I like Paul Harvey. Shout out. Uh, the other Harvey. thing, the other thing, uh, amenity that's not mentioned at the uh, America's Best Value Inn, uh, all the bed bugs you can take home with you.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and step in real quick on that. I believe that it's never been uh, accused of or proven. So shut the fuck up. Don't say anything stupid like that. Um, uh, by the way, I think what this speaks to is this you don't have to go on the strip to have a good time. You just have to decide what a good time is. Now, uh, would I want to be at the American thing? No, because I really like blinky lights and I like that kind of vibe. And I'm probably going to eat it and pay the resort fee because I don't have the special diamond whatever card. And I'm going to, I'm going to. Uh, but I'm only going to come once a, month, once a year, and I probably don't give a shit about a resort fee because i got to pay a resort fee everywhere else. But I think folks like Danny here are like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't need to do a resort fee. I'm trying to keep my costs down. I can walk a block and then be on the strip and hang out without paying a resort fee, without paying parking. And paying. And it. sometimes a shady block. It has
1: nothing to do with the hotel. It's uh, the
0: Venetian stuff. and behind the Venetian. Is that on or behind Tropicana? That's on Trop. Behind drop? That's by but that's going towards Hooters.
1: Yeah, that's there that's why there's no there's no America's best value in down there. Okay, so, well, so I can something. talk bad about them all I want. All right. Um they don't exist. Okay, great. Uh perth personality one. Oh neat. Uh He's I'm Australian. Personality. Uh who's been to Vegas twice in the last five years and saving up for a third trip next year. Obviously, parking doesn't affect me, mm. but the resort fees, which I've never experienced anywhere else. Put a real damper on the first holiday there. Mm. By holiday, he means, of course, vacation. Ooh. It felt like that I was stung by a scam and I felt like I was ripped off. Mm. Why can't they just raise the room rate if the corporations are not making the profits they want?
0: Boom. Stop. Just for a minute. Don't, don't lose your point. I completely agree. If I ran for office, I would run on two things. One, you can't have a resort fee. It must be a part of the deal. And two, if you, com- if you, com- if you do commit any kind of cybercrime
1: to felony, 20 years continue saying that it's not putting me off a 2019 visit to your city good i (laughs) now know i have to budget for the extra money that's right
0: so it's right i yeah i think that's i think it is a bit of a shill the uh the hidden resort fee kind of thing Uh, and by the way this isn't a vegas thing this is an everywhere thing that thing pisses me off and i'm like resort fee oh and then we tax it which is like a double hey how did that resort fee bam oh by the way here's a little tax as well Yeah, that's oh, you miss all that. Bang! almost my resort fee is my tax. Yeah, that's yeah, right. We do have to pay for the writers at Mm -hmm. the cost of $750 million. Money well spent. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Andrew writes, I agree that the resort fees and parking costs are causing some visitors to visit less or not at all. Concise? To the point. We'll do it live.
1: Uh, Pain one nice video guys we visit multiple times yep. a year and because we play the game with the casino marketing and player clubs across and outside online free gaming my vegas we gain more discounts than most visitors who don't know how to play the game yep, yep. taking advantage of opportunities people they are out there
0: well so that's interesting so the argument there is simply be an informed buyer mm-hmm. right and that's and that's what I so I think if you come more oh, often time, if getting. you come more often than once a year then maybe being an informed buyer matters. If you're coming once a year one, or once every three years, phew, what the fuck mm-hmm. does that matter? You're not gonna get anything. Uh, but but you know what that actually brings up another thing. Have you you are. You have, the, you have the credit card for Caesars. Correct. Have you received any emails that offered free room and board? Free room. Free room and board. Free rooms. Um,
1: because of having the credit card? Because of any behavior. that I mean, you, every time yeah, there, play, you, you play, there, you play a little bit. I play at Caesars, I typically get, uh, especially when I was staying, uh, when I was living back in the Ohio, Michigan area. But how I about got now? I free rooms all the time. Now? I mean, my play has significantly dropped off at Caesars. Yeah. Uh, because I don't, I mean, if so I, I want to. I'm not looking for a number from you, mm-hmm. but I'm looking no, that even. No, i have not.
0: Okay. So there is, so my point here is that if you, I thought maybe if you had a card and you just play a little bit, they'll, they'll juice you a little bit just because they want you to, to show yeah. back up. What you're saying is you even have a credit card. Mm-hmm. You're playing a little bit and I've seen you play. You play more than I've played. You've sat down and played more than I've played my entire time in Vegas. But that's not generating a free room. No. Okay.
1: No, it used to back in the in the Midwest, you know, ten years ago, uh, but these days, no, it does not. Well, how about this one? This
0: is from Helium T. She writes, "We travel to Vegas every three to four months from Canada.
1: Uh, Probably looking to see
0: you. My
1: type of people. <laughs>
0: right. And we definitely bonjour. hate the adieu bonjour." Uh, se
1: va, se va,
0: they travel every three to four months from Canada and they stay between seven to ten days. <laughs> that, te that's, that's that's up to forty days a year mm-hmm. in Vegas. What? Mm-hmm. All that's oh, that's neat. I'm old. I'm a little peaked. Would you yeah. mind tweak oh. that little cable down yeah, there? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, still a little grain. Uh, okay. Uh. There hey. we go. All Welcome right. Back. I was like the Hulk for a minute. Uh, so the they, resort they, fees make me they, mad me, me coke mad i don't like resort fees bad <laughs> so wait, hold on i could do that better hold on give me a minute la la dee i don't like resort fees
1: resort fees bad i come vegas 40 times a year 40 days. Yeah. times Come on, don't mess with me, you <laughs> been in my ass. I like to walk me,
0: rock. Thank you very much, everybody. Oh, fantastic. Man. Fantastic. And I'll be up for the Oscar. Uh, going back in May and staying at a hotel downtown just to avoid the resort fees. Great shows. Hi from Renee's mom and stuff.
1: So is she implying there's a hotel downtown without resort fees?
0: <sighs> there is. Um, and it is.
1: America's best value I don't
0: oh I think oh I think so. Hey Ted, do you know of any resort fees or any hotels downtown that don't have resort fees? I know there's a bunch that you can you can valet park for free because I
1: do it. Moving forward, we've got uh, Funbox. <laughs> there's a name. Uh, don't think James uh, Murn cares, Jim Murn. Uh, he got his insider info a month before the Black Ops MBS. Ass- <laughs> I think they tried to spell assassination, but it's assignation. That's close. Uh, and he pocketed a cool $14 million. You guys should do a show on that. LVMPD is just as inept as... I'm, I'm okay. With, okay. Yeah,
0: that's not going to happen. Sometimes we've got crazy people who watch. Imagine my pride. Uh, so with regards to no resort fees downtown, uh, Ted says Main Street Station, Fremont, California, four queens are all without... Resort fees.
1: See, that surprised me because Main Street uh, and the Cal are Boyd properties. Yeah. So I, I just would think Boyd would just get in on that. Okay. Next up, Brenda writes, great show.
0: Vegas is going through a change, no doubt, but it won't deter me from visiting. I might stay downtown to avoid the resort fees. That's the second guy or gal who said, you know what? Maybe I'll go
1: downtown just so I don't have to pay that extra money. Gary writes. Gary writes. Been going yearly since the mid nineties and will be there for five days. I'm looking forward uh, to, but in course of planning airfare, hotel car rental meals, things to do and such. Don't forget tips when put together, maybe staying local next year.
0: What? So hold on. That's what it says.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes
0: people should not write. Um, You have to tip. Don't do that again. All right. Dale writes, uh, Dale's from Canada as well. She's a nice gal. Sorry, I missed it. Been trying to sleep off the sinus thing. Vitamin C. That's all Mm -hmm. you need. I would have been very vocal about this topic. Very legit topic. I firmly believe the chickens are coming home to roost within the next 6 to 18 months. Ted Newkirk knows his business. I've got no plans to go to Vegas until they get back to be in Vegas. Well, then, you're never coming back (laughs) because I'm not sure these guys are in a rush uh, to uh, do anything else. All right, that's it. So, uh, an interesting group of uh, responses. I'd say so. I think um, some of them a little bit more literate than others. Sure, sure, nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you gotta have a little bit of a this, a little bit of that. But it makes me want to lift a drink to you people and simply have a drink on y'all. Come on! Me. Jumbo. Have a drink on me. Jumbo. All right, it's time for have a drink on I me. Mean, it's part of the show where I show you a picture of a bar or a speakeasy or a lounge, but never a club. And then you guess it. And when you guess it, you send an email to have a drink at Vegasvideonetwork.com or that one. Have a drink. Oh you bitch. Can
1: I have a drink with uh with uh there it is. with Mitch. Mr. Fulfer?
0: Yeah, sure. Have a drink at vegasvideonetwork.com. You'll send that email into us and there's a, several ways that you can win magical stuff. First, would you like to talk about how you can win or would you like to tell you to people how or what you can win? You
1: can pick Oh, uh, let's go with how you can win. How you can win for 200, Alex. How can you win? What are the number of ways? There are five. Go. Okay. You can be the first entry. Right. You can be in the live chat and have a correct entry. Right. You can do an intro video. Right. You can... um... Intro video or a video entry. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. Intro. Okay, so that's three and four, right? Mm, Or just one. Yeah, I think it's better. Um, did you say first correct entry? Uh, I, did, I don't think I did say first correct entry.
0: There hmm. it is. So correct entry, and then you submit an entry, and you're in the live chat. Uh, you send a video entry, first correct entry, or, or you do an intro video. That's five different ways. Now you can win some magical things. Oh, Scott, magical things? Yep, you can. Let's talk a little bit about what
1: you can win the Gajazathon Christmas Acoustic and Christmas Acoustic 2 collection can be yours and in fact if you ask nicely I'll even autograph them for you. Uh, they're, <laughs> Fuck. Then you can have the best of both worlds. You can listen to the exquisitely dulcet tones of one Scott Whitney as he plays a masterful collection of guitar hits, some new original collections as well, some songs that you can learn and start to love all over for the first time, and I'll have signed the CD, so it'll be spinning with me when you're Let's go, to big Scott. boy. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> you know, have you ever wanted? Two to Canadians to like him. And I can't get him in that fucking door anymore. Scott? Uh, I don't know if you know this, I have a little bit of a glow. So if you're gonna do a personal appearance (laughs) and you don't wanna be blinded by the glow that is me, get yourself a Vegas Video Network visor. You can pull it down, kind of shield your eyes away from the the bright uh, uh, light that emanates from deep within me. Okay, or, finally. Uh, you can have a drink with Scott. That's right. You plan a little date and time. I don't know if he'll be bringing me with him ever again. So it might just be a one-on-one experience that you can have him all to your little wants self. Very good. Just don't go to the Rush Lounge. The service was really kind of... Fun.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Okay. <laughs> Whew. That was very well done, Mr. Corral. He's required me to do that now in his, in his contract. He'll talk to me as Mr. Corral. All right, uh, let's, oh. It's Mr. Pimpin' to you. Mr. Pimpin' to you. By the way, uh, almost forgot, but didn't, there's something special in magic that if you get yourself one of these here vibes, if you take a picture like that, and you send that picture in, you'll be like, does anything special happen to me? (laughs) Does anything special happen? Yeah, you become a part of the Galaxy of God. There's Gregor and Bill and Mr steve and michael and robert and rosie there's michael and michael and steve and binky and bub and alan and his wife erin i hope you get and bob and his wife and danny and shanna chant and Greg, and ken. there's jim and don't forget ron and ken in hawaii and Stuart and christina whose all babies are because of my music and don and jackie and mike and then of course there's pops and sammy and carol and a dog chris who has a baby Brett's dad, and your buddy Scott, and when let's not forget our buddy Brett. There we go. Okay. Let's look at last week's "Have a Drink on Me." And the clues were. By the way, this was the first time we did clues off the cuff. Mm -hmm. We were not prepared, and. Uh, it it was uh, reflected on the number of uh things that we got back the actual one was phil's italian steakhouse it was phil's italian steakhouse and phil's italian steakhouse i mean i thought the clues were better than they've been in a while i thought they're really good but uh 15 out of four or 14 out of 15 somebody typed in by the way phil's restaurant no i had to reject that i'm like phil's restaurant that's the best you can do look it up all Mm. right here we go ready research is hard research is hard are you ready sure let's begin all right number one with a bullet we've got monica fagan number one for the correct answer and number one for being number one that's two right there bam next up we've got barb from wisconsin who really enjoyed being in the live chat again it was nice having you back in there Barb. boink and we continue on we've got excuse me mike q one for the correct answer mike q one for being in the live chat Next up, we've got Mr. Testy, one for the great answer, one for being in the live chat. Next up, we've got AJ Hala, one for the great answer. Then we've got Mike from The Cove, which we had a little issue with last year. We believe that means Vancouver. Mm-hmm. One for the great answer.
1: Those were where our friends were from. Or should I say well, my they, friends? Yeah,
0: right. Next up, we have Richard, also known as FaZe. Titta. One for the correct answer, one for being in the live chat. We continue. If you
1: ever find yourself in Vancouver... uh, I'll I'll just say, does anybody
0: know Wayne? Go to the keg. I recommend it. Go to the keg. (laughs) Barney gets a a one in there. And Eric gets one in there. And Andy from New Hampshire gets one in there. And Bill, 98036, who wrote, I found this one to be a bit difficult, actually had to decipher the clues. You had to make them work. One for the correct answer, Bill98036 for being in the live chat.
1: Mr. Collins, my, my clue, of course, Mr. Collins, you know. Referring that to was the a Collins, good one. Of
0: Bill Strick, who looking forward to meeting me in the April 10th, During our meetup that I'm having for another group of people who are live streamers, when then I can buy him a drink. So he's a little cocky. Mm. Bill comes in with a bit of an attitude. I like that about Mm. Bill. He's a live streamer guy, I think. So, of course, he does. And jimmy 2 gs one for the correct answer. And, of course, one for being in the live chat. And then, finally, we've got the opus, the musical. No, it's actually a movie opus. That is Pops. Let's hear what Pops has to say. Hey, kids. Hey. Y'all realize what could have happened on the very last Living in Las Vegas podcast? No. I could have won Hadam for what? a seventh time. And Mike Q could have taken the prize. That was the offer I made. If you have a video that you sent in, intro video or a Haddam entry video, and it gets played on the night that I win my seventh time, you get the prize. You don't have to keep the prize. Mike said he wouldn't keep the prize. But you could donate that prize back. Your choice. Snatch a prize from Pops. Send in a video. Beat me out of my seventh win. I'm going to claim the win. You get the prize. Nice. That's the deal. He's a giver. See ya. Thank you, Pops. One for the correct answer. I think I saw you put one in for being in the live chat. Mm -hmm. And another one in for putting in the video. By the way, he writes, uh, alas, the Treasure Island and the iconic pirate show are now just an abbreviation. He prefers Treasure Island versus T.I., mm. which I understand. Uh, T.I. and the fucking CVS and Senior Frogs replaced Vegas Cool, and then they wonder why we don't come.
1: I, com- I don't disagree with that, I don't man. I disagree with that one comment. The Pirate Show had turned into trash anyway.
0: Well, it did. When it became the Sirens of, right. of whatever the hell it was, it was horrible. Yeah. But the original Pirate Show, right. man, it was charming
1: as hell, man.
0: Mm. It's, it's a heartbreaker. All right, yeah. here we go. I feel you, pubs. I feel you. Ready? I think I can. Pick a winner.
1: I think I can. I think I can. I think I, think I can. can. I think I can. I think I, think I, I can. can. I think. Do we have any Canadians in the... I don't <laughs> think we did. Nah. Which ones? That's too bad. In there? Yeah. I would have uh, gravitated towards it. I hope not. <laughs> All right. What do we got? We have your
0: handwriting. The winner is AJ Hala. Way to go, AJ. Congratulations. You've won yourself a visor or a drink on your buddy, or one of the greatest CDs you'll ever own. What's our back
1: order time on the visors? Let's,
0: uh, let's not talk about that. Okay. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Eh, I sh- they should Take arrive next else. week is what I'm hearing. What well, I've been told, but pff, you never know. Tell okay, them, here we go.
1: Tell them that you need those Chinese kids to work a third shift. <laughs> These are
0: all American made. I don't have that stuff. I'm not fingers Trump. Going. I am Whitney. We build mm. shit in America. Let's begin with this week's Have a Drink on Me. Take a look. Ooh. They have to Pretty. change over
1: the line from Esteban guitars to make a network That's
0: right. That's okay. That okay. Hit number one. In school, when you walked wearing pants made of this, you made a zzz zzz sound. Hit number one. In school, when you wore pants made of this, you made a zzz zzz sound. Can we clarify this would have been
1: what about 40 years ago?
0: Uh... 30 years ago. 30? No, nope, 40 years ago. Yep, about 40 years ago. Actually, more like 44 years ago as I do my numbers. Okay, hit number two could be named after a 1968 children's book written and illustrated by Don Freeman. This bar could be named after a 1968 children's book written by and illustrated by Don Freeman. And finally, this bar could have been named the Manchester Cloth. This bar could have been named Manchester Cloth. If you know the answer, you're going to send your answer to... Have a drink. (laughs) Have a drink. Why is that doing that? Have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Again, have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com!
1: Uh, We're going to do two quick ones. Uh, So we literally just did 35 minutes of listener email. Right now. We're going to do another one. Ready and go. Scott, I saw you at the bar yesterday at Golden Gate. What? I'm a table games dealer and was on the table directly behind you at the bar. I just moved to Henderson from Minnesota in November and for a year while I was in Minnesota getting ready to move, I think I listened to and or watched all of your podcasts and videos. Nice. I wanted to say hi and thank you yesterday. I took many notes from your info, but I didn't want to interrupt your conversation, so I didn't get my chance. If I may ask, what's your opinion of the Golden Gate? I like Sincerely, it. Kevin. I
0: like it. They've uh, improved the hell out of it. They can, they've expanded it. When they tore down the place next to it, whose name escapes me, they actually expanded the Golden Gate into that property. Is it La I believe? Is it what it is? I think it was La I think you're right. Um, which I didn't know they did that expansion. I knew there. So, uh, uh, but the DuPars just closed there recently. It did, not recently. It's been a while, yeah. but yes, yes. And that, went, and that was a surprise to the people. So I know uh, 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 some people who work there. <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. And he saw me having, you know, having a drink with uh, uh, a guy who works there. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't come up to me and just want to be my best friend like they all do when they first meet you. Wow. But actually Golden Gate is, is done well. There's, you know, that's owned by, been uh, Stevens, the guy, the, the guy who owns the D mm-hmm. and Golden Gate building and, new resort. and he's building the new mm-hmm. place across the, from uh, the Golden Gate. And so there's a lot going on there. Next question or next email. Uh, hi Scott. I'm in the middle of watching the latest show on housing construction. Uh, you've mentioned in the past that you have a realtor that you'd reference. Well, look at that. My wife and I are retiring and looking to move to Vegas in, uh, from Connecticut. We're very familiar with the area. have been coming for 25 years and probably, emphasis on probably, will end up in the north part of, of Summerlin, north of Sahara. Uh, well, uh, with help with realtors, your 80% of realtors not having sold stuff is scary. Uh, can you recommend somebody?
1: Yeah, I, I can. Do you know anyone?
0: I'm going to go with Mitch Fulfer. Oh, oh, Mitch. Mitch. F-U-L-F. E-R. Have All a right. drink with them. How are we doing on time? Oh, we, I'm going to show you one thing that's pretty cool under a real quick stories, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, went to a thing called Brilliance at the Neon Museum. Have you heard of this? Uh, I've heard of the Neon Boneyard. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Neon Boneyard basically it's a bunch of signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be the signs were just dead. Then mm-hmm. they lit the signs up, so it's a bit nicer, especially at night. And they have this area that's uh, it's away from the regular Neon Museum, and it's this thing called. Brilliance. Okay. And the premise is they have all these signs, but the signs have no power. No power at all. And yet, they look like this.
1: Oh, wow. yeah. Very interesting. I do have to say, I can't recommend uh, I haven't seen this. I haven't been to the Boneyard in probably three or four years. Look at this. this I love cool this it's shit. Fantastic. It really is one of the, you can almost feel the old uh, yes. nostalgia. So are they, are they hitting that with LEDs?
0: So here's what's going on. If, if you're just listening to this, you should go check out the video. Uh, this is really cool. It's projectors. So they have projectors. So this is a small area. Hmm. It may be, let's say, 20 by 50-ish. So these, all these signs are in this rectangular all kind of stacked up like you saw, all over the place, tall, high. And they're dead, no lights. But they have these two columns in the middle with projectors. They're projecting those lights on there. So all the lights that you're seeing, I'll turn the sound out so we can talk over it. So all those lights that you're seeing there are actually, it's a projector projecting the lights on top of what are either dead light bulbs or no light bulbs or at all. So I will tell you this, this is pretty interesting and pretty impressive. It's not as bright as it looks on the screen here. Mm-hmm. It's a little duller than what you see here, but nonetheless, it was very clever. So if you uh, if you're interested in doing something very different, um, and the neon museum, I gotta say it's a little quirky that place. It's my first time being there, and it's, eh, they're just and it's a bunch of you know 20 year olds eh, a little quirky, but it's a pretty cool uh set up highly recommend all right anything else that you want to say uh, other no. than
1: when's your next appearance no. oh au revoir uh, my canadian uh, amis. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. Hey, thanks for checking us out.
0: If you want to reach out to us by email, you can do so at onairq at You can send us a voicemail. You go to our homepage, it'll tell you how to do that. Social media, we're everywhere because we're super famous. Uh, iTunes, if you're watching or listening to us, iTunes, give us a five-star review. That'd be fantastic. If you're watching us on the YouTube, give us a thumbs up and share us with folks. We're also on Roku with 73,000 accounts installed. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn, Chromecast, Apple, Google, and Fire. TV and, of course, Vegas Video Network. I'm Scott. That's Wayne. We certainly appreciate you being there, especially those of you in Canada who are going to have Wayne's face tattooed on your bottom. We'll see you guys next time at Living in Las Vegas on the Vegas Video Network. Take care, everybody.